Cleveland never had it so good sports radio. A new day brings new topics. Our sports talk brings extensive debate and analysis by the host, expert contributors, and callers. We discuss it all. Join us weekdays at 6 p.m. and 7 p.m. on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. All right, welcome to Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. We've had a good, good night here and a full schedule. Um, now we're going to talk some women's basketball. I've been looking forward to this um, since the season started. Let me get my co-host in here, Duck Raleigh. Duck, welcome to the show, sir. Hey, Precious. Hey, let's go. Let's get it. <laughs> let's go. Let's get it for sure. Tim Moore, welcome to the show, sir. Thank you, Precious. Glad to be with you and Duck again. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I didn't get any numbers, but I'm going to go here. We got a, a few in the system. Let me see who we have. Um, four, four, three, two. Welcome to the show. Who do I have? Sherry Hackett. How you guys doing? Hey, Sherry Hackett. Hey, How are you? <laughs> All right, good hey, to you. Awesome. And there is my my um, tablet and Siri going off, saying that they're fine too. All right, um, zero six two five. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Who do we have? Precious, precious, precious. How you doing? It's Chess I'm Nichols. doing good. Coach Nichols? Good, good. Yes, ma'am. That's me. All right. Doug, how you we doing, man? I'm doing good. Hold on right there. Let me see if this is Tracy. Coach Napoleon, do we have you? Yes, I'm here. How you guys doing? Doing good. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show. All right. Awesome. 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 All right, Duck, let's get started. All right, women hoops. Hey, let's I'm gonna start <laughs> off with my man Tim Moore. Uh, Tim, what's on your mind? Talk to us. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, oh well, Lord, I, I hope I'm, it's I'm not just... Notre Dame. Oh Lord. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you know, you know, I, I, it starts and ends with Notre Dame women's basketball. Um, <laughs> I, you know, Hidalgo uh, is just tremendous this year. Just tremendous. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. Yes. Yeah. Okay, all right. Chester, what's on your mind, Chester? Man, this this portal, man, this portal has changed the game. (laughs) It almost feels like NBA free agency. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's on my mind, that portal. All right, Tracy, what's on your mind, Tracy? Mine's a little bit more serious. Um, I wish that these grown people who are on uh, social media would leave Angel Reese alone. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Sherry, what's on your mind, Sherry? Um, highly anticipating this tournament. I'm excited to see uh, what women's basketball is going to bring. This year has been uh, full of highlights, full of upsets um, that were not expected. So I'm really, really excited uh, for next week to start. All right. I'm going to stay with you, Sherry. Give me your top five basketball teams. I've got South Carolina, of course, coming in number one. Ohio State, Stanford. Um, I like Texas. Iowa's on a on a fence, but I, I I like them still hanging in there for my my top five. Okay, I want to come back to you, Princess, because I I forgot to ask you what's on your mind and your top five. Yeah, Doc, you didn't ask me what was on my mind. What's on my mind is that your brother used to beat you in, in track and field and running. 
That's the first thing. Okay. 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 We didn't ask for what's hurtful things. We just asked what's on your mind. That was in the six o'clock show. If anybody is wondering, Um, you know, what's on my mind is that I love how women's basketball has emerged, and not only are we having these great games and back-to-back on 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 Thursdays and Sundays, but now we're having ESPN game day and game day experiences go to some of these um, gyms and coliseums and see what the women's game is about. Um, and I agree. I think with Tracy, who said it, that um, let's leave Angel Reese alone. Um, the other day she had, you know, 20, 21 points and 20 rebounds. She obviously has a talent to play. The, the personality will solve itself. But um, let, let's promote her and encourage her and support her um, and, and, and go from there. And there's just some great players around the country that I want to see. Yeah. Okay. What's, then, your, what's your, yeah, your top five? Well, um, I, I think I'm going to go um, – I, I want UCLA at number five. I, I really like them. At number four, uh, Virginia Tech. At number three, Texas. Um, at number two, Ohio State. I think it's Cody McMahon. If you haven't seen Cody McMahon play, I encourage you all to do that when when um, when March Madness comes up for Ohio State and the Buckeyes. And then, of course, at number one, South Carolina. Okay, uh, Kim, your top five. <laughs> Yeah, I I'm, I was looking at the uh, the AP rankings and and um, I was surprised Virginia Tech is not in the mix there. Uh, they they come back with a pretty strong ball club. They struggled a little bit earlier in the season, but I think they're putting it together yeah. now. I like them at five. Um, Texas is having a tremendous season. Um, uh, then uh, uh, so I put them at four. Uh, probably Iowa at three. Uh, Ohio State has been surprising. Uh, to me, anyway. Uh, and so I probably put them at two, and then, of course, South Carolina at number one. But I would not be surprised if LSU jumps in this mix here. Oh. oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Justin, what you got for us? Yeah, I, I agree with each one of you guys. Um, and obviously it's clear that South Carolina right now, what they are doing is it's at an all time high because they're taking everybody's best shot night in and night out to still be undefeated in late February. But um, you look at Texas, I got Texas right behind them. They lose their top point guard, their top, their best player. Yeah. And they, they stumble a little bit and then they come back just as strong as ever. Cause now that, now that ball is starting to ping around a little bit. And, you know, now they got a little bit more balance and there's, there's an athletic without Rory Harmon. And then you look at Ohio State from a tempo standpoint, man, they, they, they get after it, man. I, I can see them going deep in the tournament. And then, um, you know, as far as four or five, um, you, think about a, you think about a Virginia Tech, you think about an Iowa, you think about a Stanford. I mean, you know, those, those are matchup nightmares when you get in there, so. I mean, definitely my top four, but as far as the fifth one, man, that's going to be a good tournament. Okay. All right, Tracy, what you got for us? Yeah, I agree. Um, I think, you know, South Carolina is 
they take shots from people. They get their A games every night, I think, at least for the first half of the game. Um, then they pull away. So I have them at number one. I actually have Stanford at number two. Um, I think they're the sleeper. Um, just from experience, um, I think they're they're going to be uh, they're going to surprise some people in the tournament. I have Ohio State at number three. I love watching them. I love the way they play. Texas and my sleeper. Also, I have another sleeper in there because it's never listen. It never is what it's supposed to be. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. I have USC mm-hmm. at number five. Anytime you got Juju on on the, on the court, anything is possible at this point. I love yeah. watching the court. Okay, all right. I want I want to stay right with you because I said, what team do you think are on the bubble for March Madness? Who's on the bubble? <laughs> okay, I don't know what's going on with Maryland. I'm a Maryland fan. Um, <laughs> I, I am because I'm from this area, so I always want to see them do well. But it just seems like they're, I don't know what's going on with them. They're struggling. Uh, I'm going to put them on the bubble. I'm going to hopefully say that they do well in the tournament. And I know they got Indiana coming up, and I don't know how that's going to fare for them. But I, I, I think they're on the bubble just because they just haven't been playing well. Um, Kansas, they had a big win, I think, what, yesterday against Kansas State which is a good win for them. So I think if they continue to do well, they'll be they'll be okay as well. Uh, Auburn and Michigan um, are also for me on bubbles. Um, I think Auburn, depending on how they do in the, in the SEC tournament, and Michigan, eh, they're always there. I, I don't I, like they're always in the always in the mix. Okay, uh, sh- sure. Who's on the mm-hmm. bubble? I'm gonna say I I like West Virginia. It was kind of you know they had a little bit going on uh, this season, which I was I was surprised they're you know coming along. Uh, so I have to give my little uh, Emma Mater a little shout out there. Um, I like I don't know what NC State can do. Um, I liked how they were playing early on. Um, so I don't know if they can squeeze in there, squeezing something um, late and get in the mix uh, there. Um, and that's, you know really. Kansas definitely see what they can do to to kind of get a get a spot um, on a on a bracket somewhere, and we'll see. There's a there's a there's a couple teams out there that are kind of like on a on a on a fence. So see how it goes at the end here. Okay, uh, Princess, who's on the bubble? Who you got on the bubble? Doug, I'm going to go um, SEC, and that's Auburn and and Tennessee. Tennessee is kind of up and down and inconsistent. Um, I'd, I'd be surprised. I think they're definitely um, um, the last two in if they can get in. Um, they've had some good wins, and they played South Carolina pretty tight. Um, but they, they're they just inconsistent up and down. Um, I'd like to say West Virginia um, ladies are on the bubble, but I don't think so. I, don't, I think they've got five or six losses for the year and over 20 wins. So I, I think they make the team. Um, Auburn, um, for sure, they had a big win against LSU. And then um, I think they fell off and lost, and now they're back. I think they played LSU again at home um, after beating them. They played LSU in LSU after beating them at home. Um, and that was a tight game, but they but they lost. So those are mine. I, I would say Arkansas, Auburn, and Tennessee are on the bubble right now in women's basketball. Okay. Uh, Tim, who's on the bubble? Yeah, Doug. First, uh, let me ask: you, How many how many teams does the women do the women take into their tournament? Do they do they don't do the sixty four like the men do that? Oh, they do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the play in my uh, mm-hmm. 
my huh? my initial inclination was was uh, much like the other coach uh, uh, was West Virginia, but then when I looked at their record, they've only lost five games, so they're I think they're in. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I think Maryland probably uh, and Auburn uh, are, are two teams that are right on the verge of maybe get in, maybe get out. Uh, but uh, I, I would say Auburn and Maryland, uh, and I uh, I think if Auburn can pull off another win against LSU, they're certainly going to get in. Um, but those two teams, uh, I, I think, are sort of like, uh, you know, on the verge. Okay. Uh, you know, first of all, I'm just shocked that nobody put West Virginia in that top five. But go ahead, Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now. <laughs> hey, um, Doug, what's the deal? Doug, West Virginia paid my bills for 12 years. Um, we, we, were, we, we were fortunate enough to play West Virginia over the Thanksgiving holidays, and I got news for you. They're, they're not a bubble team, and I, I can see them getting somewhere. They can be they can fall on that 8 to 10 seed line and do some serious damage in the tournament. Uh, they, yeah. they can score at every position. They're solid. They're going to guard you. I mean, they're, they're going to be a dangerous matchup, and then I'll stay in the Big 12. Iowa State will be another dangerous matchup because they'll shoot about 20 to 25 threes a game, and you get one of those teams that want to trade threes for twos, they can end up going deep in the tournament depending on who they play. And my, I would probably say finally, um, again, you know, Auburn, they, they can be dangerous because they, they knock off LSU, and I don't even think they were playing their best ball because um, <laughs> their, their backcourt – they're experienced, they're savvy, and they can be a dangerous draw in that tournament. Okay. I stand right with you. It's Caitlin Clark in the same category as some of the greatest female players. I think you got to be careful with that because, again, you know, <laughs> are we talking about scoring or are we talking about all-around players? Because, um, and again, you start talking about Lynette Woodard and Bridget Gordon. Uh-uh. That wasn't even the three-point line mm-hmm. when those ladies mm-hmm. played. And again, <laughs> I, I know I'm aging. I'm aging myself a little bit when I say that. But Lynette Woodard could flat out play. There was not yes, a three-point line. And again, the, the numbers that she put up. Same thing with Bridget Gordon. Again, you know, a lot of people think about the Tennessee history when you talk about the Candace Parkers and the whole claw and Samika Randalls and on and on and on. But Bridget Gordon was all of that in the mid-'80s, what those ladies are now. But I, I think you got to be careful. Don't get me wrong. For all the Caitlin Clark fans, I mean, she's a great player. She can score with the best of them. But yeah, I, I think you ought to be careful when you start comparing, comparing the apples to apples and apples to oranges. Okay. Uh I want to come back. Sherry, what's your thoughts on that? Um, Caitlin Clark, I just, for me, it's not, um, it's just it's just a shooting. And I think that for me, when she leaves college basketball, it's not going to be, her shot's not going to be as great as it is now. I just think once a defender can really understand how to defend her, it'll be a different story. Um She's great. I mean, she's, I, I like how she passes. Um, she, she does some great passes to her teammates, get her teammates involved. So I do like that about her. It's not just about her all the time sometimes. But one of the greatest 
I'm not. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm on the on the on the um the whole limelight with all of that because again, she's a great shooter. She broke the record, but again, I just want to see what she's going to have um out of college basketball. But again, more defense that can really put a, a, some 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 defense on her and really make her do something different. Because all we see uh-huh. is the you know she'll get bas- shots to the basket and her three pointers, of course, but. I need her to create more, and she doesn't for me. Okay. Uh, Tracy. Okay. Um, so, I, uh, yeah, okay. One of the greatest, <laughs> I, like, I, like the other coach said, that's, I, don't, I don't know. I don't agree with that because there's too many great, great players that were doing it, you know, when, when, when basketball was just coming up um, and there was no three-point line. They could do everything, cross you over, get to the rack, score free throws, make their other teammates better, defend the whole nine. She's great for the game right now because she's drawing attention to it. She's selling tickets, and that's all we want from women's basketball, which is a great thing. Um, I watched her play against Indiana the last time out, and I thought they exposed her um, for what it was. They, you know, uh, And they brought out kind of like the worst game in her for what I would, would say. Um, so there's some things, yes, she has to work on. Um, great players don't have to work on anything, you know. I mean, I don't mean to say they don't have to work on anything, but she has some things to work on, but because she shoots so well and she's got the ball in her hand, I want to say 70% of the time with that team, you know, you're always going to be the highlight of everything. So one of the greatest, no. Um, she's a great player right now for this for this time and era for women's basketball. Okay. What's your thoughts on this, Tim? I think as far as the scorer, uh, she's about as good as they've ever been. Uh, I think she's she's one of the one of the premier scorers that's ever played the women's game. Um, however, I, I would agree with the coaches in terms of her all around game. Um, she's not in the same league with some of the others. Uh, you know, the, the McGee twins at UCF, USC were, were tremendous. Uh, Cheryl Miller. Yeah. Uh, Nancy mm-hmm. Lieberman was a tremendous ball player. Um, uh, Lucia Harris uh, was dominant uh, back in the uh, back before the NCAA took up women's basketball. Ann Donovan, um, you've got the, the Holt Claws and 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 all of those players that played uh, in UConn's heyday. Um, so I'm not sure in terms of an all-around game. I would call her one of the greatest, but I think as a scorer, she's as good as anybody that that's played the game. Okay. Uh, Precious. I, I think she's good for the game right now. You know, anytime, you know, she gets, you can get um, young ladies and fans just to sit outside from 4 a.m. and wait to get into the Coliseum. That's good for women's basketball. But the greatest, um, no, I, I don't think we can put her there. And uh, shout out to Ann Donovan, UCLA, you know, that's dating Tim for sure. Um, but some of those players, I mean, <laughs> Um, she could hook for sure but all around I think it's going to suffer and I don't know any WNBA team that's going to let Caitlin Clark run around and take 34 shots I don't know any team out there that, and, and she has free will um, and against Michigan State I saw her in the midseason she was 14 of 34 and mm. she just kept shooting it and kept shooting it if I was her teammate I'm going to go and trip her and go say, go to the bench for a little bit. 
let somebody else shoot. I don't know any any professional team that's going to let her run around and take 10 shots from the logo and just shoot wherever she wants. She needs to think about that, and maybe the coach does too. No, I don't, I don't think she's one of the greatest. Score, I can give her some. But, you know, you give me 50 chances, I'll make, make 22. Mm-hmm. Hey, Princess, Princess could, could she have could she have guarded Cheryl Swoops? No, no, no. I I don't think. And Cheryl Swoops is probably in her fifties or sixties. I don't think she can guard her now. Um, it's just fundamentally just was everything. Um, and we didn't even mention her. Shout out to her, but you know I think we need to be careful with this. Um, because she's allowed to run the team and shoot whenever she wants and the coach doesn't say a word. That's not gonna happen. I don't think it's gonna translate to the professional game unless she works a little bit more. But uh, Katie uh, Smith at Katie Smith at Ohio State. But understand that I, I mean the players that we're talking about and when we talk about Caitlin Clark, the game is officiated much differently. The the whole mm-hmm. thing with freedom of movement, you really you really can't even touch them going down the lane. As opposed to, to the 80s and 90s where you can hand check, so I mean, when you start talking about the different eras, the game is the game is called much differently now. Yeah, you know, if you blow but, on them too hard, they're gonna call a foul. Yeah, I probably but Coach Nichols, that, but yeah. 34 shots, 44 shots mm-hmm. is 44 shots. You know, and, and I understand what you're saying, um, and 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 I don't think she she will ever get used to that too, because um, it's called so differently, but. Again, but keep, no one's going to let you a, shoot like that. But keep in mind, somebody alluded to her having the ball in her hand quite a bit. She's also on the verge of having the record for most turnovers in NCAA mm-hmm. history. So they keep, that, keep that in mind. <laughs> okay. All right, coming back to your presses. Now, we're closing in on the March Madness as of right now. Who's your coach mm-hmm. of the year candidate in women's basketball? Wow. You know, and and, and I know we maybe we sound like a, a broken record, but oh, I, I I'm really uh, uh, yeah because I'm I'm trying to stay away from it. But Don Saley <laughs> lost all five of her starters, all five. Um, um, she she lost. of her scoring, and she now has a team that's undefeated, and she is 10 deep with that team. Um, The 11th player is is a newbie that's just that that started in January, and she's on crutches. And the 12th player, they suspended for conduct unbecoming, but they are 10 deep, and they were able to sit Camila Cardoza, let her go play with the Brazilian team. Um, and yesterday they won 103 to 51. Um, so Don Staley has recruited well and coached well, and she has herself another Final Four team um, on the rise, and, and and that's just crazy. They won the the SEC championship before Don. They won zero. Now since Don, they have 15 SEC championships. Mm. I think okay. she wins the, the the coach of the year. Yeah. All right. What about you, Tracy? Who's um, your, your choice? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, you know what? Dawn Staley is 
is more than a coach to these young ladies, and you see it, you know, when she yeah. does her speaking engagements. Um, she's not putting up with any nonsense. She's nurturing. She's demanding. She's all the things that a, a young lady needs at that age. Um, outside of the basketball court, you can see it. It's authentic. It's real. People may not like it, but whatever it is, it's real. Um, it's it's not easy to get all these personalities coming from different parts of the country to come together and play this game and do it in, in unison, not thinking selfishly. If any one of those players can go and be productive somewhere else and get more minutes anywhere else in the country. Yeah. But they chose to be here because they know they – this is what we need. Like, I need this in this. I need a coach that's going to put me in check when I need you to be put in check. So it's beyond the basketball thing. So I'm like, if you don't, if who else, who else, who else is there that's doing what she's doing? Like you said, she lost all of her scoring. She lost everything. Everybody was like, oh, well, that's it. We about to come get her. Oh, we about to get it. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Now they can shoot. Oh, now what you want to do? Yeah. You ain't going to be waving yeah. her off this year. You're not going to be waving mm-hmm. her off this year. So, I mean, I know people are tired of hearing about South Carolina. They're probably going to be jumping for joy if they lose. But at this point, it, 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 the, the ball is literally in their court. Yeah. Okay. Can they meet uh, the moment? Is, is right. it, can they meet the moment? Right. Absolutely. Right. All right. Sherry, your thoughts? My girl, Dawn, no question. <laughs> I, was riding, I was riding with her last year to the end, um, but I, I – I think she. I think she's created a team that is ready, as we see, um, and she's got to win it all. Uh, they got to. They have to. They have to win it all. But I like the improvements on the team. She's got pow pow in there, shooters, and and again, there's there's nobody going to wave them off this year. And um, each each player is ready to take a shot at any time. They're going hard. Um, they're playing for her, and you can tell. Um, you can tell what she brings to them as players. Um, she's like the mama bear for them, right? And you can see that. You can see um, their relationship just just watching on TV. And I just think they're I think they'll they'll they're gonna ride it out. Um, and they've been playing well, even though they get sometimes they get a little stagnant in certain games. Mm-hmm. It's over once halftime comes. It's over. Um, they're turning it up, and you know everybody else better be ready. So I. Good on Sally. Uh, she has she's done a great job, amazing job, and the team is stacked. Absolutely. All right, uh, Chester. Yeah, I, I I echo the same thing the rest rest of the panel just said. Um, first, well, let me just say this right here: what she's doing in the regular season, that is difficult, and people always ask, what's more special, a regular season championship or a tournament championship? To, to do that over a long haul and keep a group of 18 to 22-year-olds locked in go. to play at mm-hmm. a high level, I, unless you're in that seat, you will never understand that. Um, Don, Don Staley is a generational coach. I'm, I'm talking about iconic because what mm-hmm. she's doing in today's generation, what's going on and how college basketball has evolved, that that is unreal. We – no one on this panel will never see another Don Staley. Agreed. <laughs> because you think about this, where most yeah. people have to start out as grad assistants and work their way up as a third assistant to the top assistant, Don's had a different path. People have yeah. tried to imitate it, but it, it, it won't be duplicated. And, you know, what Don does in the NCAA tournament this year, you know, she shouldn't be defined 
by winning a national championship. Because, again, someone alluded to it with the amount of players that she had to replace and the yeah. chemistry that she had to mesh together. I, yeah. I, I think that's amazing. And, and don't get me wrong because, like I said, I don't know who's listening, but I, I do have to give a shout-out to Felicia Jack up at Syracuse because oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you talk about a, a league in the ACC, Kenny Brooks yeah. has done it. He's done a heck of a job. To watch Felicia Jack, and I think she's in year two, and she's got Syracuse playing at a high level, and and it's not being mentioned right now, but she is the mm-hmm. real deal. Yeah. But again, they're gonna measure it on on what's being done in the postseason, and I've always been intrigued by what they see. But again, I agree with the rest of the panel. Don Staley, she's definitely national coach of the year in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Can I say uh, this too? I just want to say that. Last year, um, they were number one in points in the paint and, and shooting percentage. Now, not only are they number one in the paint um, um, in points, but they're number one in blocks and rebounds, and they're one or two in three-point three um, <laughs> shooting percentage. Yep. Uh, yep. That is the, the big difference is that she has that young lady, Tahina Pow Pow, that's transferred yep. from Oregon. And then Tessa Johnson, a, a, a freshman out of Minnesota, she's recruiting from Minnesota. And she says, we're going to have McDonald's All-Americans, and more than likely they're going to sit on the bench their first year. If you can handle that, you can come play. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to I uh, thank uh, Reverend Jesse Jackson for rhyming. For, I mean, Chester for <laughs> rhyming. <laughs> no. You can't be silly. <laughs> but uh, all right, Tim, what you got? Who's your? Uh, you probably got co co coaches for uh, coach of the year, but who you got? You know, <laughs> well, you know, you know if you, oh, I think if you if you're talking about all all time greats, I think uh, it's hard to it's hard to um, you know ignore Gino and and Pat Summit, um, and even this year um, to mention Tara Vanderveer. Uh, with that Stanford club because she has been consistent through all of those eras and still has been in the national championship picture when Gino was on his run, when Pat Summit was on her run, um, and now while Don is on her run. Um, but if we're talking about coaches of the, of the year this year, it's remarkable what Don Staley's done at South Carolina. Um, they take as A couple of people mentioned they're taking everybody's best shot. And she lost the the National Player of the Year and a couple of her stars from last year's team, and they have come back with a vengeance. Um, and uh, and she's out recruiting a lot of these storied programs now. Um, so I would have to I'd have to agree with everybody else. I think Don Staley's the one. Okay. All right. All right, uh, Tim. We, we're getting ready for the Olympics coming up. Is some of the people that you think should be on the the women's Olympic team? Oh wow! Um, I, I I like the big girl from, um, and I guess she's not a girl. The the, the lady from uh, Virginia Tech, the the big center, um, and their and their point guard. I don't know if – well, the point guard's from Australia, so she probably won't play on the U.S. team. Um, yeah. But um, 
I think the the center from Virginia Tech is somebody that that uh, should get some consideration, and I'm not sure that she will um, in this uh, in this environment of athletes because there there's some kids that are better athletes than she is, but she's mm-hmm. a really good basketball player, and um, I'd like to see her um, you know surprising people and make that team. Okay, uh, Princess. Well, um, I, I would imagine the final team will 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 hold um, Asia, Asia Wilson for sure. Um, I, I'd like to see if maybe that that gets to Leah Boston. So that's my South Carolina out of the way. But um, three point shots, um, I'd like to see Kelsey Plum and Anescu um, get there. And I, I would imagine, um, um, gosh, what's her name? Gosh. Um, Candace, gosh, what's her last name? I would imagine that she may be a ceremonial pick to be on 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 this one. I think this is a retirement um, tour for her, uh, for sure. Candace yeah, Candace Parker. I'm sorry, I couldn't come up with with that that last one there. Um, you would ima- I would imagine too that Brianna Stewart may make it, and um, I, I think Ryan Howard has has done well with the Atlanta Dream. And now she's a, an assistant coach um, in the off season for the University of Florida Gators. But I'd like to see her make it and see her game uh, um, translate to for um, the Americans. So th- those are some of mine. Okay, uh, Chester, what about you? Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting because I'm not sure when trials will take place and what the balance of um, WNBA mm-hmm. players and, and collegiate players. So I, yeah, I, I'm not. One way, I mean, I'm pretty sure um, with that committee, they're going to put together a good group. I, I'm just not sure because, I mean, whatever they put together, it'll it'll definitely be well worth it. Okay, uh, Tracy. I have to be honest. I haven't been following anything with the Olympics, but I don't. This has been rough. You know how it goes. Um I would be interested to see what veteran they put in to kind of like tough everyone down. Um, if maybe Diana Taurasi will have a go, um, not sure. But I think you need somebody like that who's been experienced in doing it um, to kind of like settle things down. So it would be interesting to see that part of it. Okay. Uh, Sherry? Well, yep, that was just my thought process. Uh, having Diana Taurasi um, as a veteran, I played with her, uh, played her. We came in together, and as one of the last ones out, I'm sure she'll probably be retiring soon. You know, just like Sue Bird, you know, kind of was the last draw for her. I think Diana Taurasi for sure should be on the team and have that, that, that old-age player in there to kind of keep them all grounded. Um, Chelsea Plum, I, I like her uh, as a pick. Um, and also uh, Sabrina, what's her name? Sabrina um, out of Oregon. I, 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 I yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like her. Yeah, I can't say her last name. <laughs> I apologize for that. Um, but she's going, and, and I would love to see Aaliyah Boston um, get on there because she's such a hard worker um, coming in young uh, to make the team. Would, would be nice to see her out there. All right, and you guys threw out you know quite a few names, and I, I'll stay with you, Sherry. Then we'll go around, you know, go around the horn again. But what about Juju? What about Caitlin? What about Angel Reese? What what about ladies like that? Well, mm-hmm. I, 
Go ahead, Sherry. I'm sorry. Can they? Uh, I don't know. I mean, can they go out now on the Olympic team? Yeah, I'm not. Sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I wasn't sure if they could or not. Um, I don't. I don't see. I don't. Honestly, not to you know. I don't see Angel Reese right now. No. Um, Caitlin Clark. Yeah, because she could shoot. Um, maybe, but I don't know. Um, I'm not too sure about the the younger generation coming in just yet. Just because, again, having the experience of that playing at extra high level, I think goes to the um, young ladies you kind of mentioned. Um, so that's kind of how I see it. All right, yeah. what about you? How, how do you see yeah, that? And, and once, I mean, once they once they start selecting that team, I'd say 75% of that team is already selected unless they're looking mm-hmm. for specialists, whether, whether it's a rebound, whether it's a three-point mm-hmm. sniper. But um, – they're, they're going. To, they're going to be looking for experience because the game, globally, mm-hmm. they're, they're going to spread you out, and yeah. you know it, it ain't going to be no up. sinking off. Of that. Yeah, they, yeah they're, the they're going. Won't be blocked. That's right. No, right. they're going to beat you up. Right. So I mean, it, they're the probably like I said that that last two or three picks is they're going to be specialists. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Princess. What's your thoughts on that, Princess? Yeah, um, a Juju Watkins, a Hannah Hidalgo, um, some of those impactful freshmen, I don't think they really have an opportunity this time to get on. Um, maybe if there's, you know, juniors or seniors um, for the next one. But I, I just don't see I, – I, I agree with Coach Nichols. 75% of that team is probably already picked and coming from um, the WNBA. We may see some um, – may, we may see Caitlin Clark, but – I don't, I don't, I don't know. You know, um, maybe one or two, two from um, college, but it, it'll be WNBA heavy for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't think we see any freshmen from from college. Mm-hmm. What about you, Tim? Yeah, I think Caitlin Clark will get on, um, but I, uh, I don't know if any of the other college players will uh, will get serious consideration. But I think. I think just because of the uh, the notoriety and the um, the name recognition of Caitlin Clark, they'll put her on the team. Um, like I said, I'd like to see the the the, the tall sister, the center from uh, the the big girl from uh, Virginia Tech, but I don't know if that's going to mm-hmm. happen or not. Okay. Uh, what what about you, Tracy? I'm sorry. Say it again, hon. What about what about you, Tracy? About the Olympics, I, I brought up Juju Watkins and Caitlin, and you yeah, know some of the other so, young ladies. Yeah, no, I, I kind of agree with everybody else as far as yeah, they're they're, they're looking for specifics, and I would not be surprised if they put um, Caitlin Clark, Clark in because it's a good business decision. Um, mm. It brings notoriety, it hmm. brings money. Everything's about money these days, so if you could sell yeah. a bigger. T- putting her on the, on it. Not that she might not deserve it or not, but it's just a good business move. So I wouldn't be surprised to see her on that ticket. Um, I don't think anybody else really um, brings that type of um, business to the actual sport of basketball at this time. Okay. Let's stay right with you. Now, let's have this open discussion. What is mm-hmm. the problem with Angel Reese, why why is everybody attacking her? Listen, okay, let me be clear. 
and I'm, I'm going to say this is I, I, I can take a full time. I'm not going to. I am not an LSU fan. I am not a Angel Reese fan. I am a African American woman who is tired of people depicting this young lady as anything other than a basketball player. Um, the culture is what it is from where she is from, and that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I think that maybe she should be under another coaching pool, but where she is is where she is. So mm-hmm. when you people that are talking about she's a hood rat, mm-hmm. uh, tacky, she this, she that, it's, it has all the insults coming at her has nothing to do with basketball. I have two young uh, men who, uh, one is an athlete, one is not. But if you're going to talk about somebody in their sport, then keep it, keep it athletic. Let's not go personal. At the end of the day, she is a young woman who's still finding her way. I know at that age, I wasn't perfect. I didn't say all the right things. I didn't do all the right things. I don't know anybody that has. But yet you have these adults coming at her, like they know her personally, like, yeah, her antics are a bit much, but you know what? That's up to the coach to control that. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's, that's when mm-hmm. you as a coach get out there and be like, listen, no, you can't rant, wear a crown out in warm-up. No, take it off. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So I get, I get very frustrated at all the personal little digs that this young lady is experiencing. Yeah, talk about her game. Yes, she needs to get a jump shot. Yes, she needs to learn how to dribble. Yes, there's some things that she needs to work on. But please, let's just keep it basketball related. Once you start calling people hood rats, tacky, ghetto, and all this other stuff, yeah, I take offense to that because you took it out the realm of basketball at this point. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I can uh, Sorry. <laughs> your, your thoughts, uh, Sherry? No, I agree. I definitely agree. I feel like um, she, she's got a target on her back because um, everybody's watching for everything other than basketball, like you said. I personally just think she needs to work on her game um, a little bit more um, to be more of a – I mean, she, she's, she's great, but I think there's more greatness in her, um, and I don't see it as much as I would like to um, in certain games and certain um, plays and things of that nature. Um, but there's a lot that she's got going on. She's got all these, you know, her NIL deals are, she's she's rich, you know. So she, you know, she's around these, you know, rich people, um, you know, hanging with all the, you know, the people in the world. And it's, it's different. Um, and she's got a lot going on. So I can't imagine the pressure um, as well that she's under, um, you know, coming from where she's coming from. Also, I did go see her. I saw her when they were at Coppin State. It was pretty cool to watch um, her live. Um, and I always talked about the eyelashes last year, but I'm over that. Um, but she, she, <laughs> she um, I mean, she's she's a great player. But I like for me, I just think that if she can erase and take out everything else that's kind of influencing her, and like really put her with the work in the game and ready for the, make herself ready for the WNBA, I think she'll be fine. Okay, uh, Princess, uh, before you answer about Angel Reese, is it true, if you could give me your honest opinion, who just is worse, Marky or her assistant coach? I, I, I'm asking for a friend. 
Kim Mulkey, hands down. Um, and I, I'm not an Angel Reese fan, and I'm a less mm-hmm. fan of her of her eyelashes. Um, and and a lot of times, you know, wearing wearing the crown on the on the court during practice. So there's some things that I'm not a fan of, but I will defend her. Um, against anyone when we're talking about that young lady being a hood red or any of that. Stop that. You know, she needs our support. And if you didn't say that Caitlin Clark was a hood red for, for waving people off and doing the whole gestures last year in March Madness, then you shouldn't say that about Angel Reese. And I do, I think, I don't know if it's Sherry or Tracy, I think part mm-hmm. of her problem is coaching, is yeah, Kim Moe. Um, I think I, I, and the atmosphere that they're in, you know, um, and to have Flo J. Johnson and Angel Reese's mom go at it in the locker room is just, is, is just crazy. But that's all, you know, trying to defend your daughter. And all of us at 2021, we didn't make, poor, we didn't make good decisions all the time either. Mm-hmm. But all of that aside, um, I agree with Tracy. You know, stop all the other foolishness. She's got to grow, and if she wants to go next level, then she's going to have to do do better than she's doing. But right now, mm-hmm. for what she's doing and performing on the court, it's gotten her $4.1 million, um a year. Mm-hmm. And um, Mercedes is her biggest, you know, um, NIL deal. And once you give, you know, Mercedes and Cosmopolitan to a 20-year-old, um, I don't care who you are. You're going to be a little flashy, but there's mm-hmm. some things she needs to work on, and I don't know how well her game translates to the next level. She needs to work on that. But the rest of that, you know, stop it. Please stop. Uh, uh, Tim, uh, is it true that uh, <laughs> Coach Monkey is going to be one of the uh, guest hosts <laughs> for the best dress uh, top model? <laughs> uh, she she leaves Stop a lot to be desired, my man. Leaves a lot to be desired. Um, uh, you know, like I'm just, out there. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of hers, and, and I'm not a big Red Angel Reese fan either. Um, I think she's a she's a good college basketball player. Um, don't think she's a great <laughs> basketball player. I think she's a good college basketball player, and I think. Um, that when she goes to WNBA, she's going to struggle a little bit um, because there's some aspects of her game I believe she needs to work on. Uh, and some of those ladies at the NBA level will be batting that self away um, mm-hmm. and making yeah. it difficult for her. But uh, the off-the-court stuff, the um, the invectives that people are throwing at her, I think that's unfair. Um, mm-hmm. Leave her alone. She's a young, she's a young lady in college. And um, while I may not personally want to date somebody with those big eyelashes uh, and all of that stuff, um, you know, she's a kid. She's a kid. She's a kid. Right, a woman's body. She's a kid. She's a a child, you know. She's finding her way. But I'd love to have had $4.1 at at age 22. Uh, I'd like to have $4.1 now. Now. Right. You, you, you don't, don't even have to correct, Tim. You are correct. Yeah. Tim, you don't even have to give us me four point one. Just give me uh-huh. one. Fine. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. I'll make it work. <laughs> yes. Yes. I right, we'll take it over to Chester. Talk to us, Chester. 
Angel Reese. You know what? I'll, I'll just say this right here. Um, most of us on this phone, we all pre-internet. So what she has mm. to deal with in and day out, um, I, I don't know the young lady, but it, it's a blessing and a curse. The blessing is everyone knows who she is. The curse is everyone knows who she is. Knows. Anything yeah. that she does, it, it's going to be under the limelight, um, you know, Every decision that she makes, everything she puts out there in social media, it comes with a consequence, and people are going to judge you for it. But you know, you know, she. Um, I tell you one thing: she branded herself, and it's mm-hmm. one of those things that you have to be mindful of. When, because again, at nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, again, I growing up in the nineteen hundreds, I did, <laughs> I did some stuff that was very smart. Again, you can't talk because again, at that age. You're exploring. But, again, because she is Angel Reese, that's the blessing and the curse of it. You're on TV. You got a microphone stuck in front of your face every day. And you got to conduct yourself in a manner that when people see you out in the public, they're going to walk away with one or two, two, two ways about you. So I can't. that's my two cents of duck. Yeah, I, no, Chester, I just can't believe that you were a bad guy growing up. But anyway, go ahead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Prince, I want to come back to you. I, you know, Tracy started us off, you know, we always like to do the beef on making us go, hmm. Uh, Tracy started off with Angel Reese, so I'm going to come back to you. Are you beefing about college women's college basketball, or are you going to make us go, hmm? No, for the most part, you know, I, I love to see how the game has, I, I think, t- took another step forward this year um, and with college game day and with there being um, five or six African-American females coaching in the SEC women's basketball. Um, so I'm not beefing with any of that. Thank you, um, women's college basketball. As a matter of fact, the men around me watch more college basketball for women than they do men a lot of times. I know in in this house for sure. If I am beefing about anything, it's Kimoki and the way she dresses. But also, (laughs) I think her antics on the sidelines, I'm surprised that she personally has not gotten more technicals. And I said this last year, and I think she's gotten worse this year with almost being, you know, um, in the middle of the court stomping and, and carrying on and, and then, you know, jerking to the to the referee. I'm surprised that she's not been kicked out of more, more games. It's obvious that I don't like her, but I think her <laughs> antics has gotten worse. Congratulations, no. Yoma, for, <laughs> for exceeding 1,200 wins, and congratulations, Van Veer. Um, well done. And, and right. Um, I think Stanford is, is fundamentally sound, and we may be sleeping on them with just four losses. Um, they've, they've had some bad losses, but they've had some good wins. You can't get over 20 wins and not have a good season. So it's going to yeah. be interesting um, for, for women's basketball coming into March Madness. But it couldn't be, you know, hotter um, than, it, than it is right now. Yeah. All right. Tim, beefing on making us go, hmm. Um, I, I don't really have a beef this week. I, 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 um, what? I'm just what? sort of sitting back and, <laughs> I, 
uh, just sitting back and watching, uh, looking, anticipating March Madness. I think this is going to be one of the better tournaments uh, that we've seen in a while. Um, a lot of good teams out there. Um, but I still think that uh, South Carolina is head and shoulders above the pack. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tracy, beefing or making us go, hmm? I've, I've already had my beef, so I'm, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I'm loving every minute that I can watch uh, a women's basketball game. I love the way the crowds are, um, yeah. you know, packing the, packing the arenas. People are buying tickets. It's on the map. You can watch it now on ESPN. You ain't got to go flip mm-hmm. around all over the place. You yeah. know, it is amazing. I can't wait till the tournament. I, I pray for South Carolina because every team they, like, moving forward, they're just going to give them the A-plus yeah. game. So, um, I, I really – it's hard to go undefeated during the season. Sometimes you don't know as a coach, like, you want that one loss just to get it out the way. I don't, I don't, I don't even know where you stand with that. But right now they're on the roll – uh, they are the team to beat, so it would be fun watching teams trying to beat them. That is the best. Like the SEC, you could be 2-11 and 11 in the SEC, but you will give them a good first half every time, and that's, that's just the way it's been. So I'm loving it, and I can't wait till March Madness. All right, Tracy, one more question with you. Now, where are you with your team, and what's happening for the playoffs? With my team personally? Yeah. Oh, Okay, so um, <laughs> we're, um we're called we're called the underdogs because we um we did um we played we went up to Lackawanna which is like a two and a half an hour trip. Uh, we weren't supposed to beat them um, because they beat us sol- solidly the last two times we played. Matter of fact, we found out that they said they had already bought the bus to come down for the next round of the playoffs because they were going to beat us at <laughs> home and you know. So we went on down to Pennsylvania, and we grounded it out. We were up by 16, but we wound up winning by five, and it was a good win for us. So I'm, I'm very happy. So we're still continuing on to the uh, quarterfinals. So I'm, I'm happy about that. We played tomorrow. We played the number one team tomorrow. And um, it's actually the team that I, I used to coach for, and it's the school that I was a Hall of Famer for. So it's, it's going to be bittersweet. Wow. All right. Good luck. All right. Okay. All right, here we go. Sure. Beefing or making us go? Hmm. Um, no beef this week. Um, making it all go. Mm, I am just anticipating the continuous success of women's basketball because how it's translated from last year to this year and to how it yeah. seems to be going in the future, I am so excited. Um, I'm dying for my daughters to just be excited too, but I can't force them to <laughs> love it like me. Um, but I just—it's been amazing to watch it. I remember coming up, WNBA was just starting, um, you know, and then my dream was cut short. Of course, we know by my story, but um, just to see—it's amazing. It's—it's it's so enlightening, and I'm loving how again, women's basketball I think is being watched more than men. Mm-hmm. And it's more entertaining. And I hear men in the streets talk about it. And, I'm, you know, I'm always talking basketball. So I'll get in the street. They'll see me walk wearing gear. Um, and they'll get, you know, we have conversations. And most men don't want to talk about, to women about sports. But, you know, they are like, yeah, I'd rather watch the women play. And it's a, and I love to hear that every time I hear it. I'm like, yes, we're really showing up. We're showing out. And we finally getting the respect we've been deserved. But it's coming. And it's here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Chester. Beefing or making us go, hmm. 
I ain't got no beef, but you know we we come a way. We we've come a long way in women's basketball. We also got a long way to go. And it, I mean, Sherry alluded to it. Um, that just some of the numbers. Um, the TV viewing. I mean, it, it continues to increase, especially yeah. after the big shot that Enrique took. Um, against, huh. uh, Mississippi State Notre Dame. Oh, excuse me. Um, against Mississippi State. But my, my thing is, we, we have a long way to go because, I, and I'll give you an example because I don't want to just, you know, put something out there. I don't understand how women won't support women. Mm. And yeah. people will get, a, I'll get that argument. I'm like, let's look in the stands mm-hmm. and prove it wrong. Right. Why aren't more women, you know, I mean, that's a great family outing to be in the stands with them and say, "Hey, this is who you can be." Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I that that's my thing that makes me scratch my head because again, I you know we have come a long way, but we got a long way to go. I I want to stay with you, Justin, because where are you guys now heading into the tournament and your yeah, thoughts? Good. <laughs> that, let me tell you something. Um, you know, people people say March Madness, but February is a frenzy. And, you know, the thing about it, when you get to February, you want to be playing your best basketball. And, you know, once you get to mid-February to late February, you're either getting better or you're getting worse. Ain't no in-between. You know, everybody's hurting. Everybody's injured. Everybody's sick. And everybody's this and that. But, you know, nobody cares. Because you get to March, it's not the best teams that are winning. It's the team that's playing the best. And, you know, the numbers don't lie. And once you get to that point, hopefully, you know, you've managed the legs and you've managed their minds to the point that you get the conference tournament, you're ready to rock and roll to play your best basketball. Okay. All right, Princess. Take us home, Princess. This was a great first show, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate this. I look forward to this for sure. Um, Chester Nichols, Tracy um, Napoleon, Sherry Hackett, I appreciate you guys being on. I look forward to seeing you next week. Tim Moore and Duck Riley, thank you. It's been an awesome night uh, of broadcasting. We'll see you tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Never had it so good. Everybody have a great week. Let's go Mountaineers. Let's go Mountaineers. Let's go. As long as I didn't hear anybody say, let's go Notre Dame and Neil Ivy, I'm good. Never had it so good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm surprised surprised you didn't go into the Steve Spurrier thing with Damon Johnson. But anyway. You know what? (laughs) (laughs) I I started to go there, him being Tennessee. I was going to ask him (laughs) why would he go to the University of Tennessee, but, you know, I let him have it in my Florida Gator corner. I was trying to be respectful. Have a great evening, everybody. Never had a good night. We'll see you, to, see you next Bye. week. Good night. Good night. All right, good luck in the good playoffs night. to the coaches, too. Never had a good, good.